Welcome back to Ultiverse OQ, your guide to the ultimate universe. Now in podcast form. I'm Luke. And I'm Devin. And this week we're talking about... That ultimatum. Yeah, but we're also talking about... Packages. Yeah! Here's a mail that never fails, it makes me wanna wag my tail when it comes I wanna well yeah, uh, I got your anniversary gift that you had gotten me. It actually came like a month ago, and I just kept forgetting about it. So for a few minutes, we're going to be a ASMR podcast as I open up this gift. And as I look... Oh, okay. I have a bunch of pushpins here. Pushpins. Yeah, as I do this, how are you doing this morning, Devin? I'm doing well. Yep. I watched that Scoob movie last night. I watched a bunch of Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes, and I'm pretty sure I missed somehow the first episode with Carol Danvers in the Cree Century. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah but, uh... Because they kept referencing it, and I was like, I don't think I watched that episode this time. I've seen it is enough it, times, but... Is it on Disney Plus? Uh, Earth's Mighty Series? Yeah. Yeah, but that episode could be missing. They also have, like, the two-parter set first, and then all of the sort of intro episodes after that, and then it gets well, into a regular order. I was gonna but... say, I know that there's stuff that's out of order. Oh, yeah. Like, every 90s... Uh, cartoon is out of order. Uh, Phineas and Ferb is out of order. Like, everything that doesn't necessarily have a super important, uh, order. DuckTales was out of order. Oh, yeah. The new one is. Yeah. If you have Amazon, I think the first season is on Prime. But then you still have to deal with the out of order. Yeah. Yeah, Disney needs to fix that. Alright, so I've opened up the gift, and inside is a tiny miniature figure of Cliff Steele, the negative man, the good, good punch one, who is rendered here as a mummy with very big epaulets. Does he look good? Yes, he does. I am going to take yes. a picture. There, I sent you that boy. Luke sent a photo. Oh, nice. Yeah, he does look good. Thank you very much, Devin. Yeah, you're welcome. All right. Now we can end our five-year anniversary. Hopefully you all have been saving your bottles of champagne for this moment. But now we have an even bigger moment, Devin. Are you ready to quickly go through and rank all of the stories that we have covered in the Ultimatum special? Yes, let's do it. Uh, so there are eight different stories we are going to be ranking this week. Uh, the first is Ultimate Origins 1 through 5, and it was written by Brian Michael Bendis with art by Butch Weiss, colors by Justin Ponsor, letters by Chris Eliopoulos, and VCs Corey Petit. And this is a weird one. Uh, we're not going to go into the full stories of what of what's going on but this is just like oh hey here's a bunch of secrets and it's a bit framed around oh the fantastic four have been invited to go and see the watcher who is just a pole 
that can talk and watch. Mm-hmm. And we find, like, oh, okay, so all the mutants are based off of Wolverine's DNA, which is why Banshee was made from him. Like, I wonder how that was set up. Yeah. No, this was kind of, I felt like, thrown in at the last minute. Yeah, uh, Nicholas Fury was the original survivor of Captain America, the experiments to make him. Uh, Magneto's parents worked with the Weapon X program, and he hated them working on mutants, and so that's why he saw Wolverine, who would then go on to fuck his wife, and then make a lot of poor choices. Like, Magneto, you kind of screwed yourself out. And we also find out that uh, Nick Fury actually did save Black Panther from Weapon X, which was one of those things that was introduced but was really unclear. Because yeah, a it, lot of the things in this kind of story. Yeah. Well, I mean, previously when we had seen Black Panther, it looked like Nick Fury was maybe the one who put him into... The Weapon X program? Oh, uh, true. Oh, that was not actually the case. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Bruce Banner was part of a science team with Franklin Storm, Richard Parker, Peter's father, and Hank Pym, who was the intern at the time to try and make super soldiers. Yeah. And yeah. Rick Jones is glowing. Yeah, which does not get resolved in Avengos. Or nope. in Ultimatum. So, yeah, it's... it's It is a weird story. I, I don't think it's necessarily bad. The choices in it, some of them are wild. Like, mutants don't make sense anymore. Nope. At this point, I think they try and explain it a bit further later on. But it's just like... Wolverine was the original mutant, and then his DNA was used to make more mutants, but that doesn't explain, like, Apocalypse! Or have we established that Namor is one? No, I think Namor is just Atlantean. Okay. But, uh... Yeah. Uh, currently our list is 121... Stories long at the top is Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends. At the bottom is The Ultimates 3, number 1 through 5. I... Hmm. I like parts of this, and I've had enough time to actually focus and forget about it and then remember it again, because I had to read this and everything else multiple times and then break it into parts. How do you feel about it compared to Ultimate Secret? Ooh... Slightly better? If you forget, Ultimate Secret was the one with the Kree who attacked the planet. Yeah, I think slightly better is good. Uh, right above that we have the Spider-Man Fantastic Four team up where it was weird and very cartoony and it was not the final version of the Fantastic Four in the Ultimate Universe. Yeah. I'd, What's his name? Drew it. I'd read this above, or I'd rate this above that. We then have Spider-Man and Doctor Strange from Marvel team up, where we get the very weird Doctor Strange origin. Also better than that. Uh, and then we have the first Ultimate X-Men Fantastic Four 
annual, which we covered last time, which was the they go into the future and read and er, and Sue is evil. I'd kind of, I'd rank that above this. At yeah. least that had a story. Yeah. So our new number eighty three is Ultimate Origins numbers one through five. After that, we have Ultimate Spider-Man 129 through 133, written by Brian Michael Bendis with pencils by Stuart Eminent, inks by Wade Von Grawbadger, colors by Justin Ponsor, and letters by VC's Corey Petit. And uh, over the week, I ended up rereading Next Wave, and I forgot just how beautiful that book is because of Eminent. Oh yeah, Eminent does good work. Mm-hmm. And then I remember that I had my copy of Next Wave signed by Stuart Eminent. Hey, I have my copy of the first issue of Next Wave signed by Stuart Eminent that I found for 25 cents in a... Uh, Dollar bin? In a half-press books. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Ultimate Spider-Man, there's a lot of stuff that goes on here, and it probably could have been broken into multiple stories, but mm. they all sort of cascade together. Like, you have Peter's High School finally putting together that, oh, maybe Peter Parker is Spider-Man. And Aunt May gets brought into the jail, but then the ultimatum wave comes, and so Peter has to go out and help people. We get some good drama because Kitty helps Peter go out and help people when they're all stuck in a subway car. And MJ's angry that she, uh... Or no, it's Gwen who's angry that she did that because, oh, Peter's going to risk his life now. And then eventually, Spider-Man fights. And we get some good Kenny Kong action, too. Oh, yeah, I love Kenny Kong. He's very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, since we last recorded, I have also rewatched all of Spectacular Spider-Man, and Kenny Kong nice. was also good there. There's also less episodes than I thought there were. There's only two seasons. Yeah, it was very good. I wanted more, especially when I just reread the plans that he had for the show. Yeah, no, it would have been nice. Six seasons and multiple straight-to-DVD movies. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Spider-Man goes uh, to Doctor Strange's mansion. He ends up fighting uh, alongside the Hulk, and then he gets vanished, and then we get a silent issue. Where everyone's like, where is Peter at? Oh, and Spider-Woman shows up, and he's Aunt May, and causes more confusion, than at the end, everyone thinks that Spider-Man is dead. R.I.P. Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Spectacular Snack Dracula. Uh, so... Where would you rank uh, Ultimate Spider-Man 129 through 133, which is grouped together as Ultimatum? Yeah. I thought all these stories in this were actually were quite good. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good. It's a bit disjointed, but it's also mm -hmm. trying to work around an in a event. And I think more than any of the other stories, this shows what Ultimatum is to the normal people in New York City, which yes. I think is one of the biggest flaws that the event has, which is partially what made me do what I did with when the polls reversed. Yeah. Not decently high. Um, 
Okay, it's definitely better than Venom. Yes. I think it's better than Grand Theft America, the Ultimates 2 second half. Yes. Uh, I think it's better than Ultimate Fantastic Four Devils. Yes, I would agree with that too. Um, ooh, how do we feel about it compared to Ultimate Daredevil and Elektra? I like this more. Mm-hmm. Uh, we then have Double Trouble, and I think Double Trouble, which is the one with the person pretending to be Spider-Man and the death of Captain Stacy, I think it's stronger than this one overall. I would agree. So that makes our new number 11 Ultimate Spider-Man Volume 1. Numbers 129 through 133. Ultimatum. Which is a very good showing. It will probably be the... Maybe the best showing that we have in uh, this episode. Uh, probably. I mean, there's one story that I also really... No, there's two stories that I like that we haven't gotten to yet. Because, uh, yeah, there's also the... One of the few pages that I can just picture in my mind in that story where it's Spider-Man trying to save people as J. Jonah Jameson looks as the floodwaters are outside the windows of the uh, Bugle building. Oh, fair enough. That one was best. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's in what we covered there. It's just referenced in one of the other ones we'll get to. Uh, we then have Ultimatum numbers 1 through 5 and... I don't think while reading this, I actually just read Ultimatum all the way through without taking breaks in between to read the other stories based on the sort of outline that I use. Send it to the bottom, Luke. I think it... No, it, it's, it's, it's bad. It is very bad. I don't think that it is actually worse than Ultimate Power. Ultimate Power is incomprehensible. Nothing really happens out of it. Uh, it has even worse Doctor Doom being weird bullshit. Because at least in the follow-up to Ultimate Power, Ultimate Power makes Ultimatum make sense. Here's where I'm going to say, though. But Ultimatum just went and ruined pretty much every book. Therefore, I resent it more. <sighs> I I understand that, but also we couldn't have had Ultimatum without Ultimate Power. It was the setup for it, for sure. I, I think Ultimatum had a bigger effect. Ultimate Power was a worse story. Yes. Okay. But Ultimatum um, had a worse effect. <laughs> What if we put it between Ultimate Power 1 through 9 and Ultimates 3? There we go. Okay. I just wanted to say, Ultimatum, bad. Not the worst thing that we have covered on here. Because fuck Ultimates 3. What's that, Spidey Baby bad? That's on the other list, Evan. We don't talk about the other list until we get all of Ultimates done. Or all of the Ultimate Universe done. 
Also, fun fact, I was able to update my title on Animal Crossing this morning to Ultimate Researcher, because that's technically what I am. Nice. Uh, we then have Ultimate X-Men 98 through 100. Uh, it's a weird mix between William Stryker, whose dad was apparently a thing via retcon, deciding to blame the mutants for causing the ultimatum wave so he goes to kill a bunch of them and meanwhile rogue wants revenge so she assembles her suicide squad and then the team the stories meet up and a bunch of madroxes get killed along with a bunch of other people because multiple men are being used to bomb everything classic suicide bomber multiple man yeah I don't think it's our worst X-Men story because we have so many worst X-Men stories on here yes how do you there, feel there about... are quite a few bad ones <laughs> there are uh, how do you feel about this compared to magical because um... I I think this one actually did do a decent job with, like, oh, we have lost people right now. This is kind of fucked up. Oh, there is too much stuff and we can't do anything. No, I would give it because the yeah, magical just kind of look at me. I'm the best there is. Mm -hmm. Via magic. Oh, you, you're all turning on me. Uh, right above that is Ultimate Captain America Annual Number One Favorite Son. This is definitely better than that. Yes. Uh, okay, how do we feel about it compared to, uh, how do you feel about it compared to Shadow King? This, I would honestly say this is better. Yeah, like, this is actually not horrible in retrospect. Uh, there's Shock and Awe, which... Well, Shadow King came out of nowhere... No, Shadow King was just long brewing and then... Or it, rather, yeah, yeah. It was, it was a wet fart. Yes. Okay. Um, oh, weird. Uh, we also have, in a similar area, I'm trying to remember which one this is, uh, Shock and Awe. Oh, that would have been the end of that episode, so... Uh, oh, that's the Yuriko wants revenge, and so she becomes Deathstrike story. Yeah, this is better than Shock and All. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, finding the point that this is better than is a weird thing to do. Hmm. Uh, Thief in the Night. Okay, I think Thief in the Night is comparable. That's the Gambit introduction, where we find out how much he loves Alison Krauss. I like it, the Gambit one more. Uh, right under that is Ultimate Sacrifice, uh, Ultimate X-Men Annual number, uh, one. Worse than. Yeah, that's, yeah. No, I, I think it's actually better, because that's the one where Gambit dies. Fine, if you think it's better, Luke. I do. So our new number 81 is Ultimate X-Men, 
98 through 100, Ultimatum. We then have Ultimate Fantastic Four, 58 through 59, and I do love that while all this other bullshit is going down, uh, we get a fun, surprising story from Joe Pekaski with pencils by Tyler Kirkham, inks by Ryan Wynn, and Rick Balasuda, and Jason Gorder, and Joe Weems, and Sal Regla, with colors by Blonde and Larry Molinar, and letters by VC's Russ Wutan. Uh, Sue tried to hold back the ultimatum wave and went into a coma. Reed blamed Namor because there was water involved and went to beat up Namor. And so it falls to Ben to try and help her, which means that he has to go and look for Dr. Malekvic because he was the only person who had studied Sue. We get crazy Josie showing up because she hates Reed. Uh, we get to fight some uh, lava men. And then at the end, oh, we also get the reunion with Sue's mom, who uh, reasonably gets a lot of shit said to her. Uh, when they stole the pin particles, that comes back. I was surprised that that came back. Mm-hmm. And they also beat up some Atlanteans. Like, this is actually fun. Like, this more than the uh, annual would have made me interested in seeing more of Joe Pekaski's run. Mm-hmm. But this is all that he did. Uh, and see, if Ultimatum hadn't happened, Luke, maybe we would have gotten more. No, he only got brought on because of Ultimatum. Whatever, Luke. Okay, how do you feel about this compared to President Thor? Better. Uh, compared to Doom. Better. Compared to Ghosts. I think this is more comprehensible than Ghosts. Yeah, okay. I mean, she got a bunch of DNA and turned into a bunch of gorillas that could shoot energy gorillas out. Yeah. Uh, Devils. I mean, I get that. How do you feel about it compared to Ultimate Fantastic Four Devils? Uh, not as good. Fair. I th do think it's better than Ultimate's Annual of the Reserves. Yes. So our new number 19 is Ultimate Fantastic Four 58 through 59 Ultimatum. Which... A surprisingly good showing. Going into it, I didn't expect it, but it surprised me multiple times. And then we have uh, Ultimatum Fantastic Four Requiem, number one. And these were a series of one-shots and also a two-parter, looking at the teams after. Uh, written, again, by Joe Pekaski, with pencils by Robert Atkins, inks by Mark Morales, colors by Guru Effects, and letters by VCs Russ Wutan. And, uh, yeah. I... We sort of catch up on everybody. Johnny is depressed, so he leaves the country to go on... Oh, no, this is... Uh, we find out what happened, which is Sue and Johnny killed Dormammu and maybe turned him human. Yeah. Which was weird, but Very Dormammu weird. didn't really make sense in Ultimatum. 
No, he did not. Because we had never seen him before. Yeah, so... Uh, Sue breaks up with Reed for multiple reasons. Uh, Ben is angry with Reed. Uh, for multiple reasons. Ben then kills Dr. Doom, who... A while later, we'll find out is not actually Doctor Doom, which is a retcon that I'm completely fine with. Yeah, but well, who part, it was that was dumb? I mean, it makes more. I'm willing to accept it. Uh, we'll get to that retcon later on. You can Wikipedia it if you want. Um, but yeah, Reed tries to propose to Sue at the wedding for sue's father and gets turned down which stupid reed ben got an offer to work for the military and he becomes a pilot johnny heads to france to fuck around for a while and mary storm works with sue in the baxter building and reed moves back in with his parents happy times for all yeah uh, it's definitely not as good as some of the other ones that we had. Nope. Um, how, I don't think it's better than Think Tank. It is not better than Think Tank. I do think it's better than Salem 7. Yes. So our new number 96 is Ultimate Fantastic Four Requiem number 1. I also have to say, though, I still think it was dumb how the, how the thing killed Dr. Doom. Yeah, I feel it's like, like that... you ended the world and that's then how you died. Yeah, I feel like that's the most Jeff Loby choice. Yeah. But also, that version of Doom did not make sense. No. For those at home who aren't aware, the thing literally just walks up to Dr. Doom, says you killed a lot of people, time to die, grabs Doom's head and just squishes. Yeah. And for those who forgot, because it happened a while ago, Dr. Doom, Ultimate Dr. Doom, actually went into the Marvel Zombies universe, and then he just randomly showed up doing extreme levels of Doom evil in the aforementioned, very bad, Ultimate Power. For no reason. Yeah. Uh, so we then have Ultimate X-Men Requiem, which was written by Aaron E. Collette, with art by Ben Oliver, colors by Edgar Delgado, and letters by Comic Crafts Albert DeShinzi. Kitty steals Wolverine's arm that S.H.I.E.L.D. somehow had. Uh, Rogue is having a bunch of issues. They go to bury all the mutants who died, none of whom are in caskets. Which is just a very weird thing. There's this whole two-page spread of them on blankets in the uh, mansion, or in the, uh, like, lawn of the mansion. And then Iceman destroys the mansion by freezing it. And then Mystique, Sabretooth, and Assemble, who I don't think is actually named there, but he's apparently called Assemble, show up. Because Magneto made them an android before he died. And they are like, hey, join our team. And Jean's like, yeah, fuck you. You didn't do anything during this. We don't want to join your team. We don't want you to join our team. Kitty stabs Sabretooth with Wolverine's arm. Jean no longer has the Phoenix Force anymore. 
but she's able to kick Mystique's ass, and then Captain America shows up because he wanted to pay respect to Wolverine. It's... But none of the others. He specifically states that when he arrives. Yeah, the rest of them were all horrible terrorists. Yeah. Okay. I think it's better than magical... Better than Phoenix. We just have a lot of... Better than Shadow King. Yes. We have so many bad Ultimate X-Men. I forget how bad it is. It'll be fine. It'll be better soon. Yeah. When Johnny Hicks comes in. Okay, I'd put it under Date Night. Yes. So Ultimate X-Men Requiem is now number 99 on our list. And then last, but definitely not least, is Ultimate Spider-Man Requiem number 1 through 2, written by Brian Michael Bendis, with the duo that made their mark penciling this book, Mark Bagley and Stuart Eminem on pencils, with inks by Scott Hanna and Wade Von Graubadger, colors by Pete Pantazis and Justin Ponsor and, El- and Edgar Delgado, and letters by VCs Corey Petit. And the first issue is, hey, we're back at the offices. Let's start publishing all of these Spider-Man stories that we've never run before. And so we get a story about uh, MJ going to interview Tony Stark when Hydra and Madam Hydra show up to force Tony Stark to give them weapons. Peter hears about it, comes in, saves everybody. And Tony calls Spider-Man a hero. And the whole thing is that, oh, this is important because it's Tony Stark, Iron Man, a person Jonah sees as a hero. And then he finds out that, oh, Spider-Man is dead. So whatever they print is going to be his obituary. And so then we get his obituary speech, which you will have heard in the second Ultimatum episode. Uh, But we also get a story about the Hulk getting near the school, and it's weirdly Green Hulk. Mm-hmm. And Spider-Man had to try and save them, or tried to prevent all the damage that people chasing after the Hulk were causing, that Hulk was accidentally causing. They ended up saving a bunch of kids, and initially when Jameson printed the story, he blamed it on Spider-Man and the Hulk attacking people. And then we find Captain America and Iron Man finding Spider-Man under the rubble. Well, you see, Luke, this is early Spider-Man story, so this is Marvel team-up Hulk. Yep. Back in the day when he was green. <sighs> the coloring is just so weird and inconsistent for no real reason. Agreed. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the Jameson speech... Is really good. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily a good comic. N- yeah. Because, like, most of the speech, except for the Hulk story in it, is just splash pages, some of which I'm pretty sure were used before. Yeah, probably. Like that lizard one I remember from uh, another similar issue like the speech is good but overall it's not a good comic uh 
I don't think it's better than uh, Carnage, a.k.a. Little Ben. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I don't think it's better than Ultimate Spider-Man Annual 2, where he starts dating Kitty. I do think it's better than Ultimate Spider-Man Super Special, number one. Yes, I would agree with that. And it's not as good as Ultimate's uh, 1 through 6 Superhuman, the one where they all have to get assembled and then fight the Hulk, who will smash Freddy Prince Jr. Poor FPJ. So our new number 44 is Ultimate Spider-Man Requiem, numbers 1 through 2. And, uh, yeah. So, still at the top, still the undefeated reigning champion, Ultimate Spider-Man. Spider-Man and his amazing friends. At number 50 is Ultimate Spider-Man 121 Omega Red. At number 100 is, Ultimate's, uh, is Ultimate X-Men Requiem. And then at the bottom, at 129, is the Ultimates 3. Devin. Yes, Luke. Are you ready for my traditional question that I ask you every time? Yes, Luke. Do you know what we're going to be covering next time? Some Spider-Man, Luke. Uh, also, Ultimate Armor Wars and Ultimate X, numbers 1 through 5. Oh, Ultimate X. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember most of that oh and then we were where we find out that wolverine has his baby boy jimmy jimmy hudson yep and then we were going to have our wonder woman special but wonder woman got canceled yay i'll also take morbius off of the calendar because morbius got canceled yay (laughs) that wasn't until july uh oh and then sony movie question mark question mark question mark will probably not be coming out october 1st 2020 probably so. not r.i.p that movie or no but but recall it's now the sony shared spider-man universe of happy fun times or whatever the hell they named it i don't remember what they named it it was something dumb All right, well, uh, Devin... Have you heard the best rumor, though, Luke? What? That there might be a live-action Spider-Verse movie? Like, spin-off? That'd be weird. No, but it would be great, Luke. I'd rather just keep Spider-Verse stuff animated? No, Luke. Because rumor is T-Max, Garfield, and Holland would be the leads oh okay okay yeah then y'all got me there you got me yeah (sighs) okay well Devin where can people find you online you can find me online at Fred Fett that's F-R-E-D-D-O F-E-T-T and Luke where can people find you you can find me on Twitter at at Coltreg K-O-L-T-R-E-G and uh yeah that's that's about it i mean i'm doing other stuff but if you're not listening to it at this point you're making the choice uh hopefully you've enjoyed both of the parts of ultimatum 
we'll do a larger outro for that on that episode, which is probably already going up. I have no idea when this episode is going up. Yeah, we'll see you in about two weeks as we uh, continue our alt-bit story. Catch you on the flip mode. Peace.